Welcome to another edition of Food, Faith, and Feelings, where we walk with you on your journey to wholeness. Our host is Dr. Jeannie Burnett, licensed clinical psychologist and certified eating disorder therapist. Join her and her host, Carlos Houston, as they discuss the relationship between your food, your faith, and your feelings. I love that intro. Oh, my goodness. Play it again. Play it again. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Welcome back to Food, Faith, and Feelings. I'll walk with you on your journey to wholeness. I'm here with the lovely, as always, Miss Jeannie Burnett. How are you doing? Hey, Carlos. It's good to have you back. It is good. It is good. It's uh, good to be in the building. Uh, we've, we've been talking a little bit about communication. Um we talked with Rufus a couple of weeks ago. Yes, we did. Uh, in his communication with his wife. And uh, yes. I, I think there's some things that go along with that communication piece. I think it would be great for us to touch on today. What do you think? I think so. In fact, I think a really, really important piece of communication that I often find that I had to personally develop through my journey to wholeness, and that is uh, assertiveness. Being able to speak up, we, we use a term in the eating disorder world, which is to use your voice, to find your voice find and your use, voice. Right. use your voice. And so that doesn't mean aggressiveness. It just means to speak up and take care of yourself. I think there's a lot of pressure behind that uh, assertiveness. Um, so like you said, not doesn't mean to be aggressive, but that aggressive comes from the pressure and the fear of using our voice. It comes from fear of of how it's gonna we're gonna be perceived and it's fear of what other people are gonna think about us. And so it's it's kind of like the, the the soda bottle being shaken up. And then when you finally take the top off, it exactly explodes. So we hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. And when we right. finally say something, it comes out in such an aggressive way and, and oftentimes inappropriate way, um, which then puts us in that position that we feared of being looked at wrongly. And most importantly, what we're trying to relay which oftentimes may be a good thing or something that needs to be said, but because how we're saying it isn't received, it just gets right. by the wayside. Right, and I think we actually have um, someone that we've actually spoken with on the phone before. Okay. Uh, I think she's on the phone. She called in again. We um, asked her, and it's been a while. I think the last time we talked to her was Christmas. Um, little Miss Lucy, who is 15 years old. Aww. And um, so I think it's important to, let's touch yeah. base with Lucy because I think she was having some issues yeah. with- young, young 15-year-old girl, man, I think- Assertiveness is that great for for her to learn, right? Especially with family issues, you know. I think you know Easter is coming up in a few weeks, and she might have to go back home. Right. All right. So, hello, Lucy. Are you there? Hello. Hi, Lucy. How have you been? Hi. I, I, I'm I'm good. Uh, <laughs> can you believe I'm on air again? Yeah. Well, we really enjoyed speaking with you. You you helped us learn a lot last time. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, tell us how did Christmas go? Uh, well, I, I, I'm so glad that we were able to talk. Uh, I, I, because I, I don't know if you remember, I told you my uncle, he always wanted someone like to kiss him in, in the lips, and and so I, right. I, I told my mom, I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it, and and and, and I didn't. And, you and didn't. How no. did you handle that? Well, I, I. I, I just told him I wasn't like I, I didn't think it was right, I, and, I, and I and I and I told him I, I think they were wrong for because like they they did like everyone was like just oh hi and, and, oh my gosh and I was just like uh no 
um, I had my earphones on the whole time. And so I, I saw him coming over and I would just walk away like, no. You did. Yeah. Okay. So did you ever actually say no to him? No, I, I just no communicate. Like I just stayed away. Stayed you, away. okay. So what we would say that you did in order to cope with that situation was you avoided him. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, would you like to learn uh, a little bit more about being assertive with people that are making you uncomfortable? Um, sure. Okay. All right. So let me first ask you, um, how how do you feel when you need to, let's say, say no to your uncle? Like, how how does that make you feel? Um, um, just like I get real nervous. Like, I, I, I just I just want to like. Like yell at him, like because I just think it's stupid. Like, wh- why do I have to go through this? So I just get real upset and 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 I, I, like angry sometimes. Okay, okay, all right. So I heard you feel angry. I hear I hear that you think the situation is stupid, but I hear that you get. A little... I should I shouldn't even have to. I mean, why do I even have to deal with this? Like, right. Really. Right. Okay. So maybe anger is like the main thing that you're feeling. Mm, yeah. Okay. So if we could help you understand that is a wrong situation, okay? I want to validate that for you, okay? So someone making you do something that you don't want to do um, is disrespectful of you. Mm-hmm. So can you can you just, can you um, repeat something after me? Sure. Um, what is the name of your uncle again? Tom. Okay. So I want you to repeat this after me. Uncle Tom. Tom, I feel I feel disrespected disrespected when you want to kiss me when you want to kiss me because you're old and you shouldn't be wanting to kiss me and I'm your niece like really oh my gosh like it's so stu- okay, but, but, okay 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 breathe yeah. breathe <sighs> breathe in Musa. okay so Lucy I'm glad that you have a, a word that you can use to help yourself calm down that's that's really really good um so what are some things that you think might happen if you said those words to Uncle Tom um uh, I, I I don't know um uh, I mean I, I, he would listen I, I I think he would listen you think he might get angry um no, I, he's, I've never seen him angry, and, and, and he's never, like, ever did anything to me or to anyone else. And I I, I, I don't know. I just, I've just never, I never tried to, to tell him. So. Okay. And you don't see your Uncle Tom all the time? No, no. Okay. Just holidays. So, so here's one thing that you can practice. This is, so I think that um, in terms of using your voice, so, like, w- when we are assertive, and we can speak up for ourselves. What that really means is that we love ourselves, and we're taking care of ourselves. And so we can do that with words and we can do that with action. So you did that with action at Christmas, right? You walked away. You uh-huh. said, oh, no, you're not going to touch me. You're not going to be around me. And so you avoided him. Right. And um, and that, you know, that's that is one way of coping. It may not be the best way, but um so here's what I suggest you do. Try this. Try this at home. Try this at school. When anyone is asking you to do something or says something to you that you don't like, I want you to try and not get angry first, but I want you to try and use your voice and say, 
Um, you know what? Let me think on that because putting a pause in a conversation is always a great way to uh, get kind of compose yourself so you don't get angry and, and blow up. And so you can do that and then say, you know what? I don't like that or I'm not going to do that or whatever, however you want to respond. But it's great to practice. I, I can do that. Uh, yeah, I is, can do that. Is there anybody at school, a girl or a guy that you think you might need, you could practice this with that might be annoying to you? Uh, any girl? I mean, like everybody, like, oh my gosh, like my school is so full of people that get to all my nerves. So like, yes, I mean, there's plenty of opportunity to practice at school. Definitely. Okay. okay. So let's just, let's just think about this. So when, have you ever gotten angry with any of those girls? Uh, of course. Okay, and how do you feel about yourself after you do that? Well, I mean, there's times where I, I feel like maybe I was a little hard, but most of the time it's like, oh, they deserved it, so. Okay, yeah. so you feel like you're getting them back. Yeah. But doesn't that kind of fuel conflict? It does. Okay, so um, why don't you try that with, with some of these girls at school? Okay. And then maybe we can check back in a couple of weeks and see how it went. Okay, I'd like that. Okay, good to talk to you, Lucy. Okay, bye. Bye. So, could your nonprofit use $10,000 per month in free Google advertising? Since 2003, Google has donated free advertising to over 20,000 nonprofits in over 50 countries throughout the world. They've helped them raise millions of dollars in cash donations, recruiting and volunteer work, and in raising awareness for their causes. Visit epicgrowth.com, that's E-P-I-C-growth.com, to see if your nonprofit organization is eligible for this $10,000 in free advertising today. Hey, everybody, it's uh, Dr. Jeannie Burnett, and I want to talk to you guys about my experience at Hard Exercise Works in Johns Creek. Now, I am a 40-something-year-old woman, and I used to be a gymnast, And I ran for a while, but now my knees and my back won't let me do that. My body started changing a lot in my 40s. And what I've needed was to get back into an exercise regime. And so I tried gyms, but I don't really like them. I need people there with me. And a friend of mine told me about Hard Exercise Works to go in there. I went in. I did their five-week boot camp, which is $199. And you can go up to six days a week during that five weeks and now I am hooked it is so much fun Uh, I have actually toned up I have trimmed down a little bit I'm not even I'm not focused on the scale however if that's something that you want in a healthy way they do offer different weight like nutritional programs Uh, they have 10 classes every single day from 545 in the morning to 630 at night they have tons of different coaches, but they but they really care about who you are and how you are doing your exercise, and they want you to do it right, and they don't want you to hurt yourself. So tell them that Dr. Jeannie sent you. You'll get your first week free, and that just just go and try it out, and let me know how you like it. Hard Exercise Works in Johns Creek, and their phone number is 678-262-8389. Tell them Dr. Jeannie sent you from MANA. Hi, welcome back. And um, again, a big, big thank you to our sponsors. If you would like to actually be a sponsor of this show, we would greatly appreciate it. 
Um, if you like the show and you encourage other people to listen to it, then we would love your your support, your donation, your and we would love to help support your company. So um, just give us a an email at info at org, and we will be glad to uh, get your company on the air. Um, so, Carlos, what did you think? You were listening to our, our on, on-air conversation. So what did you think about that? I, I, I loved it. Um, what, what I loved about it was Lucy found a way to deal with her uncle at Christmas time. And, mm. you know, she didn't she couldn't find her voice then. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, we, like I agree with what you were saying about finding our voices is very big. It, it, it helps us in every situation. But she found another way of coping that was um, non-conflicting. It, it didn't cause any problems. She just avoided him. Right. Uh, you can't go through the rest of your life avoiding family members, though. So no, I think, wait. Some people do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, people do. <laughs> it is not the best option to choose. But uh, and I, you know what? I'm actually kind of impressed. Like I've had to to use my voice several times in my family, and they get mad at me. Right. Uh, you know that's that's part of it. But um, that doesn't make your voice any any less. I understand. Um, so it's it's. But it's, it can it can. You like give you the rep- reputation mm-hmm. of being a, a troublemaker right. if you speak up for yourself, which is right. which is just an evidence of that you know maybe the family system has some issues right. that it's right. got to take care of. And especially if you're an individual that if you're in an environment where you're the only person that's speaking up. Mm-hmm. So I've seen like what Lucy is saying that none of her. I remember when she was talking about it Christmas, none of her family liked it, but right. no one was saying anything. Right. So it could look like okay, she's a troublemaker, but. If she doesn't say something, oftentimes if one person speaks up also, it empowers others in the group as well. So she has the opportunity here to maybe even make some changes in her whole family just by her speaking up and saying, Uncle Tom, leave me alone. Right. In, in a much better way, of course. Right. And and I really think that the whole find your voice and find that um, value in yourself. And, and I think that that's a reason why a lot of people don't do this is because they don't have that value um, that they're aware of in themselves. and But right. I will tell you, and I just told this to a group of my um, clients in group therapy, is that if you are, um, if you get angry at something, then there's already that fire, that life force, that does, you know, that drive inside of you that is there to take care of you. That's why we get angry. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know what else to do. I'm hurt. But and I'm trying to take care of myself. And so if anger is your first offense, then there's a lot of stuff that's going on deeper. Mm -hmm. And and there's this that's evidence to me that you care about yourself, even if it's just a a mustard seed size. There's a little bit there. Um, I think we've talked about in the past uh, that anger. Oftentimes, I feel like our society speaks about anger in such a negative connotation that it's a bad thing. Anger is not bad. Nope. There's nothing wrong with anger. It's information. Exactly. It, and it, it's what you just said. It's telling us that there's something that has uh, bothered us, has has stirred that up in us. The, the question is, what are you going to do with that anger? That's what makes the difference. Right. Um, I... I I like what you say that 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 means that you do care about yourself to some degree. I like that. That anger shows because if if you did not care about yourself, then what are you angry about? But Correct. you care about how you're being treated or you care about how right. you're not being treated, whatever whatever the case may be. So I, I like that. Right. Like well, that. and a lot of a lot of my clients struggle with figuring out why they want to get better, why it's important, um, and do they deserve 
Like there's a lot of people that struggle with low self-esteem right. that don't believe they deserve to speak up for themselves. Right. Like that other right. people are far more important and that's why they don't speak up. So I know that um, we had talked to Lucy about practicing and I think that's really important. Like practice with your peers, practice mm-hmm. with your siblings um, and then as you get more confident in yourself and in how to find that middle ground and speak up for yourself, I think it's important then to take it to people that have more authority than you. Right. I know right. that you were saying that your daughter has had some similar situations. Right. When, uh, my, well, my oldest daughter, uh, when she was in the fifth grade, actually. So fifth grade, what, what are we talking fifth grade? What is that? Uh, like 10? Oh, 10 wow. Years old? Yeah, like 10 years old. She came home and um, she had a, a new teacher and, and I it was a male teacher and she told me she didn't like the way he hugged her. Mm. And now there's, you know, I'm a father. Uh, this is my oldest, my oldest of five girls. So I'm, I'm a father with five girls in the house. I'm extremely protective. Okay, first thought is uh, go down, put him in a pretzel formation. Uh, well, Bash I, his head yeah, in. Yeah, right. I mean, come on, I'm a dad. <laughs> Don't touch uh, her. <laughs> but that doesn't benefit her or me because then she's you know, bringing me cigarettes in prison. So I can't do that. Um, you know you know what I like to say is if you do it to me, then I do it to you. Whatever you do to her, <laughs> right. then exactly. I will do it to you. Let me hug you, buddy. No, <laughs> but... Uh, so, but I, I wanted to make sure that she benefited from this this whole thing as well. Um, and I asked her, does she feel comfortable telling him that the way he hugged her was unco- made her feel uncomfortable? And and she thought about it. And she said that she did. I said, now listen, you don't have to do that. I said, I, I have no problem. I I knew him, and and I mean that doesn't mean anything. And of course, we had a relationship. He was my daughter's teacher, but um, I had no problem going and letting him know this. But I knew it would be more empowering if she was able to do it. So I asked her, if, did she feel comfortable telling him that? And she said she did. Um, but I, I want to just interject. Yeah. I think you, as her primary male father figure role model, gave her, just by asking her, do you feel like you can do this? Mm-hmm. And basically you're saying you have my permission. Right. I think that's so right. important that parents do that for their children to not fix it for them. But empower them to take care of themselves. Right, right. Give him, give him, I, I've got your back, and, and if, if if you don't, then I'll take care of it. And, and you know, it's that, not something you have to do. That is a building block to uh, a positive and healthy self esteem. Right. Well, so she went to school the next day, and right after lunchtime, I'm getting this mass email from the teacher. Oh, Mr. Houston, I apologize. I hate that this happened. And so, and and when I went up to the school later that evening uh, to pick her up from school, I went in, and and he was so apologetic, and and he was, but he at the same time he was telling me how impressed he was that she was able to stand in front of him and and tell him that she didn't feel comfortable with the way that he hugged her. You know, and, and as, as a father, that now I have a whole different feeling. Like, I'm Absolutely. so proud of my baby. Right. You know, I, I could still that, threw him an elbow, but yeah, I didn't, you know. Uh, <laughs> and now, like, and now what kind of a, of a woman is okay, she? Okay, look, look. Look, look, look. I ain't done. No. <laughs> She's still growing. She's still growing. 20 years old now. Aww. She called me two weeks ago. 20 years old. She has a new man. She's in, in college. Um, she works at Little Caesars in college. I should, should I have said the name? Okay, anyway. So her new manager in college tells her to go take the sign and go take down the road and twirl the sign. She calls me on her way to the road with the sign and says, I'm about to lose my job. Uh, I've just called to let you know. And I was like, what is it? She's like, he, the manager just told me to 
uh, go to the side of the road and twirl the sign. I've been working in Little Caesars for two years. I have never been asked to do this. I've never done this. I don't feel comfortable standing on the side of the road doing this. She was like, I just need to know, is it okay if I lose my job? Oh. And I'm like, sweetheart, you do you. You don't have to have that job. You're not there for your job. You're, you're there for school. She said, that's all I want to know. So I'm talking to her. And the next thing I know, she's having this conversation with her manager while I'm still on the phone. <laughs> that is awesome. And she goes down this list of things. I was hired to do this. The individuals who twirl the signs get paid this. I don't get paid that. Uh, I'm a female. I don't feel this is right. Or I don't. I mean, she's going down the list. And I'm on the phone like her children are like, go, girl. You better tell him. Get you better, him. You get him, girl. And so the manager was like, well, go get the sign to so-and-so. And, and, and we can discuss this later. She and, did not lose her and she, job. And then I, they, Dad, it worked. I'll call you back. Oh. <laughs> but again. Bravo. Right, props right. to her. I and props so to proud you. I mean, she knows from an early, early age that you have her back. And that is so amazing. Right. But that that assertiveness is, is something that she, I feel like, was able to tap into at such a young age. And now it's, it's more comfortable for her. She has no problem. I mean, sometimes even with me, I'm like, okay, I need you to. Uh, Lord, that just a little bit. <laughs> but that assertiveness is in there. And, and I think it's in there for all of us. It's just knowing how to tap into it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, I've been an aggressive, assertive, you know, pa- like I've done all of it. Um, and I think for a female, for me especially, the the person that I have had a lot of the res- you know respect for in my life, who is sort of like a, that male figure of God to me is my dad. And I remember one time I was having a conversation with my dad and it was at his office and I just, I stood up to him and I looked at him in the face and I said, it's just like looking in a mirror, isn't it? Because I just was like talking back to him just like he was me and he's a very assertive person and I'm a very assertive person. And so we just, sometimes our assertion clashes, but, um, it, but now I feel like I can speak to any authority figure with with respect, but right. assertively, because they don't have anything over on me. Right. And that is a very empowering feeling for a female to have. Right. And that's the balance, what you say right there, is, is that's the balance that we have to find. How to be assertive, and, and but dis, not disrespectful. Correct. How to, to speak for ourselves and speak out for ourselves. And, and for women, part of our society Women are labeled a certain name, a female dog name, when they do speak out for themselves oftentimes. Mm-hmm. But that's even in their family system. It, I've exactly. worked with clients and one of them came back and she was like, well, they all think I'm the that word. And I said, well, I guess congratulations, because you're changing the boundaries in your family and that's healthy. Right. And that's in. In self-care, you have to be able to speak out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a proper way of doing it. Uh, just mm-hmm. like when you were talking with Lucy, there's there's a proper way of doing it. There's certain things that, that you can do to either benefit the situation. There's things you can do to, to make the situation worse. Right. But uh, knowing how to be confident in yourself, confident in your own words, and and um, speak on your own behalf is, is very important. Yeah. One of the things I just want to mention briefly um, before we have to do, before we do our verse of the week um, so sometimes clients will come in and they're very passive or they're very assertive. And so what I, what I talk about is, okay, let's try the other, let's try something that's, you know, getting you towards assertion. And what I've, what I've found is especially for the passive people that do tap into their anger, they swing, it's like a pendulum and they swing to being very aggressive. And then they'll come back and I'll say, okay, well, 
let's tone this, pull this back a little bit. Let's right. let's figure out how you can deal with your anger in a different way. But then let's mm-hmm. get you to the middle of this pendulum. Mm-hmm. And they um, and it's it's really like that. I think when we practice changing new behavior and new attitude, it's like a it's like we have to find this this balance, and it takes a little while. But that's okay. Like just be patient with yourself. Okay. Uh, hold one second, Carla. So I want us to do our verse of the week. Um, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. And that is Deuteronomy 31.6. I think that that just uh, holds for us that if we allow the Lord or Christ to go before us, there is that confidence that we can go forward and we can use our voice and speak. It's kind of like Moses, what you know, when God sent Moses. And so um, practice that, practice being assertive this week. I'm really glad to have you back. It's so fun to have you here. Be back. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs>